Today's special guest on the Bitcoin.com news podcast is Alex Borniakov, the Deputy Minister of Digital Transformation of Ukraine. It's an honor to have you with us, Alex. Hi, Avi. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure for me as well. Thank you. So can you start by uh, telling us a bit about what you do right now in your position with regards to helping Ukraine um, using digital assets and you know cryptocurrency? Yeah, sure, sure. So uh, before the war, my major task was to develop and grow the IT industry, which includes, of course, uh, everything related to crypto assets and the virtual assets, because we think that's, that's the part of integral part of uh, uh, digital economy and uh, digital world. Uh, but when the war started, we kind of switched uh, our rails a bit. Uh, and uh, one of the tasks was to uh, uh, get as much support for Ukraine as as we could. So this is how this fund fundraising initiated from crypto started, uh, not just by us, but also some some other uh, charity funds. Um, and eventually, it, it resulted in uh, hundred millions of crypto uh, of the uh, nations uh, to in favor of Ukraine. Um, we still continue to work on uh, tasks related to support about Ukrainian startup ecosystem, venture ecosystem. And of course, we continue to work on um, crypto legislation. We had uh, we would we would have we would have done this um, before the war. Uh, just a couple months before the war, this was almost yeah, we were almost, almost ready to put it in place, but then the war started, so it was this mess. But uh, right now, together with the Security Commission of Ukraine, National Bank of Ukraine, we're uh, working on finalizing legislation for crypto. So that's that's a big brief <laughs> explanation of what I'm doing. Thank you. So you envisioned uh, Ukraine to be a crypto hub uh, before the war. Yeah, yeah, we. Uh, I think we we had everything to become a real crypto hub in the world because we uh, because we had I think the most valuable asset uh, uh, which is which is people and um, strong blockchain community, um, a lot of uh, young talented entrepreneurs doing projects in crypto. So I think that's that's the integral part if you want to build something like Crypto Hub. Um, also, um, our government was and still is crypto friendly um, in uh, was trying to support all the projects, all the crypto exchanges, and coming to this country, working with people. And um, uh, the one, the another thing that we also figure out on the way that we have. Uh, um, one of the highest crypto adoption index in the world, according to chain analysis. So like uh, millions of uh, crypto accounts belong to Ukrainians. And uh, this is also, I think, shows that uh, the readiness of uh, people to to work with crypto. Uh, so um, many things changed since the war, but I think we... We're going there, and uh, once we win, we'll definitely continue our course. That's good to hear. And I wonder, how do you explain that? 
uh, I, I know, like you mentioned, a lot of the be- developers, uh, blockchain developers and, and crypto um, you know, founders come from Ukraine. How, how do you explain this uh, you know, special, special connection between the, the country and, and the crypto industry? Uh, well, I think that it's in the beginning, uh, we have to come back and, and, and look on the, on the history. Uh, I think it, it all started uh, because Ukrainians are really tech savvy. Uh, and there are a lot of engineers. Uh, in, it's, it's a, Ukraine has a strong IT community in general. And among those people, I think uh, they they were more inclined to understand what is crypto, how it, what potential it has, and uh, I think they they saw what uh, having this understanding of how things work work. Um, they they were valuable as CTOs, as advisors, and uh, and, and and just technical executors of uh, very complex tasks. And many companies originated not from Ukraine, uh, have Ukrainian uh, tech specialists on board, uh, but also some of them were eager to start their own ventures and and they eventually did. Uh, so I think that's the combination of understanding technology better and uh, uh, in, in, in this, uh, I don't know, uh, Then, uh, understanding of potential of uh, uh, of growing market. This this is the this is why Ukraine uh, so was so inclined to use crypto. And also, um, there was kind of like complicated with uh, complication with the banking system because in Ukraine there was a lot of limitation if you if you want to make international transfers. Um, internally, uh, financial system in Ukraine was pretty much developed uh, and. Uh, I think even better than in the states, but there was there were also there's also problems uh, a lot of problems when you want to make um, some transfer abroad. So when uh, Ukrainians realized that you can uh, send money abroad without those regulations and all those complications, that's why we have those millions of accounts because I think people use it, use this to avoid uh, banking system regulation. So all all of these aspects, all these factors, brought us to the point when we uh, achieved this critical mass of people uh, working as interpreters, as um, technical uh, specialists, advisors, experts, and, and just regular people who use crypto. Yeah, plus, um, get to say, you have a very young government and tax-heavy people, which... Yeah. You don't really see in in other governments uh, around the world not not in many places um I wonder if that's uh something that um you know we, we can share as um you know advice for other countries you know if they want to leapfrog you know from 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 the banking situation right now um you know how do you get um you know t- more tech savvy and young people in charge of a of a government? Well, you know, till 2019, we also had this old government and people who didn't care about technology much. And this was on the, like on their, I don't know, bottom list of their agenda. 
But when Zelensky came in, in to power in in late 2019, uh, and this is when actually Minister of Digital Transformation started. It's first that we're a new ministry. We just uh, there was no uh, Minister of Digital Transformation before Zelensky. And he said, we want to build country and smartphone, and we want, we, we want to have like digital state. So this was a vision. And uh, and then uh, Mikhail Fedor was appointed, who was 29. I think he's now 32. So, uh, and and people of this age, they, they belong to different mentality. I don't know, they, 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 they see things different. And I'm 40 right now, um, and yeah, but I'm I'm not saying I'm too <laughs> different and have different opinion, but I um, I, I see people uh, uh, of like age of 20, of 15, of 25, and they consume things and they consume knowledge in a different way. So you and so uh, looking on this uh, generation. And wanting to build something for them, I think that was the key, and and that's was uh, and that's why this policy of bringing um, uh, young people to government. But in another example, so Minister of Digital Transformation was twenty nine, and uh, I think uh, we had uh, first prime minister, first time in the history of, um, of Ukraine, prime minister. It was youngest prime minister. Uh, in the age of 37 and 35. So, of course, uh, it was a completely different attitude, completely different uh, set of uh, values. And um, it, it changed dramatically uh, a lot of things, starting from approach to how we solve problems, how we work on projects. Like, it... it, it Maybe it's like in 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 terms of a project management, it's not waterfall anymore. It's more like uh, um, agile. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, and many things started to ramp up, and 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 we started to do this much more uh, rapidly. Um, and of course, uh, when we introduced our flagship product, Dia, which is government app, and said that we. Uh, follow the concept of mobile first. We call this concept mobile first. So everything is is doing for mobile, and we don't want to do any offline stuff. Especially when the war started, it it, it became uh, a really good bet because uh, uh, you can't actually go to a government institution if it's war or it's danger of uh, a rocket strike. So uh, we started to do everything online, and. Uh, and starting to do for for our younger generation, and I don't think it 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 would have been possible if if there would be people in our fifty plus age. Yeah, it, it looks like that. Yeah. Um, plus, not just what you did before the war, but especially that you kept going um, when the war started and even increased your you know, your, your efforts in, in this field, uh, I think a lot of other countries, they would have just, 
you know, ignore everything and, and, you know, just, just go back to, to old ways that, that they know and, you know, won't focus on innovation at all. And you guys really, you know, you're pushing the envelope, you know, in a time where it's, it's very hard. So that's, yeah. that's incredible to see. I, I think that the, the lesson there for people is that, you know, if you want to see innovation in government, you need to, you know, get young people there that, you know, that yeah. can think in, in new ways. It's very interesting. Um, okay, so you, you you've mentioned the the donations that uh, you know been raised using crypto. Can you tell us uh, more about that? And you know, like, is the is the support actually felt on on the ground that that came in from from crypto? Yeah, yeah. We've, of course, uh, we were tracking. Uh, I think the. the um, when the war started, the major uh, need was uh, were bulletproof vests, and I remember we were buying them from everywhere we can kind of order and uh, delivering to to people on the ground. We had these photos, we had these videos, we had this, uh, and we were tracking every shipment. Uh, we have a team of people to just follow up and get uh, and, and track. Like if if we purchase something, where it goes, uh, what's what's the who's 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 getting them eventually, and uh, which which military unit. So um, th- this is a complex process and it requires time. Um, I can be sure on the. Of course, we we can track one hundred percent. But on the big shipments, definitely we we were checking this and and we were tracking this. Um, um, I don't know what, <laughs> because uh, for me this question is pretty much obvious because it's 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 people lives and uh, we want to make sure that first of all quality of products is um, sufficient enough to sustain. Uh, damage that bulk bullet gives, uh, and, and uh, we were even doing field testing. So we were buying. Uh, let's say we uh, we, uh, we bought um, a sh- um, um, say a shipment of uh, bullet request. Then we take two or three, and then go go to uh, uh, shooting range, and then shoot them with uh, uh, with different type of bullets. Uh, with in, with different d- distance to make sure that uh, they correspond to the quality they that was announced, uh, and, and same thing about uh, medical supplies and same same thing about helmets and uh, and optics. Many things. And now recently we started to buy drones and and uh, and also for for every drone there's a field testing. Uh, um, on real uh, on real environment, sometimes with the jamming equipment. So uh, every piece of equipment that goes uh, actually goes to this uh, to the front line actually goes to this procedure because it's it's really serious. It's it's not a joke. You can't just you know, put there and then and forget about it. Of course, and how do you recommend uh, any um, you know? Influential people and, and uh, opinion leaders, if they're hearing that right, right now, uh, how, how can they help? How can they, uh, you know, promote uh, 
you know the people of Ukraine? Well, uh, uh, first of all, uh, what we need, I think, it's 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 attention to the problem of having this brutal war in 21st century, which is unacceptable. So I think uh, uh, influential people can help in many ways, not just donating, but or just encourage people to donate, but also to see really what Ukraine going through to help maybe, I don't know, some people who are who in need of looking for job or uh, who are refugees and they just need uh, probably some help, but also on a political level, help to raise awareness to the fact that Russia did this brutal act of aggression without any reason, and this is unacceptable. We, we have to remind every day that things like that cannot happen in in, in in nowadays, in, in our century. It, those things like from, I don't know, 500 years ago. And uh, I think that every Russian is responsible for that. So influential people can remind them that this collective responsibility is still something that they have to think about. And also to remind their politicians, because influential people uh, also... Um, influence uh, local government. When I say local, I mean government of their country of their origin, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we definitely need to help in in many ways. On a political level, let's say in UNN, yeah? So, uh, and and politicians, they they look on influential people and they they look how they think. And and, and if influential people are just indifferent, if they don't care, then politicians decide that maybe this is not something that uh, my people wanted me to do, and uh, they're not going to vote for me if I support Ukraine. So I think that, uh, one of the most things is to remind politicians that we, we're still in trouble. It's really tough times here. I spend a couple time times per day without electricity for hours. Like uh, latest uh, schedule of uh, uh, electricity in Kiev is just six hours on and 18 hours off. It could be different, but imagine we now have like zero degree. We supposed to have minus seven in a couple of days. And maybe in, this, in the end of December, it will be even minus 10, minus 15. And uh, I don't have heat in my home. Couple so uh, like I have heat for four hours. Then for four hours I don't have any heat because if electricity is went went down, you can also uh, this system is not working. Heating system is not working. And uh, in Odessa, for example, they didn't have uh, electricity for days. So this is this is this is a big issue, and uh, it's a matter of it, it concerns. 20, 25 million people at least. And so 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 this is this is a still big problem and we we have to stop this. We have to stop Russia to con- which continues to push. So uh, I think on political level, influential people can do the most work.
I think on on um, you know the the business leader side, they can also we've seen people offering uh, you know jobs to Ukrainians that that are, are abroad in in uh, in Europe, and also um, of course a lot of people have uh, remote workers, right, uh, developers in in Ukraine that you know that that they need their their support and you know understanding of of the the situation where where people are. Mm-hmm. um you know trying to, to to exist right now and you know and and to support them you know uh, as much as they can so i think that's uh that's that's another way that, that that people can do it you know in the crypto community so um we, we we've seen a lot of innovation coming uh out of Ukraine during this war. I'm not sure if innovation is, is the right word, but a lot of creativity doing stuff that, um, like like I said, uh, no other governments were, were doing. One of those uh, things that, that um, you know, that popped to mind is the uh, NFT museum, Meta History, which, uh, you know, was able to raise over a million dollars with NFT sales. Um, which is totally, you know, contrary to the to the narrative that was before. If if you th- uh, at the time people thought of NFTs just as this, uh, you know, uh, speculative, um, you know, assets, but they they were very very, uh, um, you know, on top of of everybody's mind. You know, there were a lot of reportings about NFTs, like in mainstream media, but uh, no one uh, up to that point, I think. Was even talking about uh, using them for for charity or, or for you know um, like national support. So mm-hmm. can can you tell us more about uh, that idea and where did it came from? Uh, well, first of all, this is a brilliant idea, and uh, I remember when the war started. There was, um, and I totally agree. There was there was no such uh, projects before this. Uh, uh, war in uh, I don't remember who first introduced the idea of using NFT for um, getting donations but uh, I remember because it was so hectic I think it was the first or second week of, uh, of war we were just overwhelmed with a lot of stuff and it was really troubling times uh, uh there were times when we when we uh, thinking about are we losing our country or not every day. Like this was this was on on every day, like because Russia was advancing so fast and 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 uh, the, 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 there was a lot of bad news coming every couple hours. Uh, but again, we we didn't we didn't stop doing as much as we can and, and people around us, they were also very supportive and they're also full of ideas. And, and uh, I remember uh, we started to get those requests, like what about my project in NFT? Uh, I want to do this and, and, and raise awareness, help get donations. And among uh, them, uh, Meta History Museum was um, something that really was different. Uh, when, I, when I was first pitched by this idea, I was really amazed um, it, it's. I think it's a 
brilliant idea. And I, I remember I said, yeah, this is uh, this is something that we need to put our bet on uh, because it it's it's not just about donation. It's about preserving memory. It's about something that Russia trying to twist every day. They have this propaganda, mixing facts, substituting with them with the fake ones, just dispersing fake news, and and many many other things. That Mr. Um, Museum said, yeah, we solved this issue. We, we use blockchain to um, document every major event for every day, and we put this with the uh, with the uh, confirmation from uh, trusted news source and with the perfect art. And when I saw art, uh, I also was amazed because the art was so good. And and the people who were doing this, those art, this this art, the, the, I, I know so some famous people. Um, I'm not from art world, <laughs> quite frankly, but uh, they were fantastic. And um, uh, I said, let's do this together so we can use, uh, uh, we can leverage um, your talent, your idea, and uh, and um, uh, our um, voice to get uh, this project to another level. And it worked because I think uh, till today, this is the biggest project uh, in NFT world that raised so much money and it continued raising. Uh, and continue developing, and every art is brilliant, and uh, uh, and the concept is great. And I think what is most important, um, I think that for the future generation, because um, we were already started to talk about this, that the younger generation, the future generation, they consume knowledge in a different way. And my belief, from my perspective, I think that in 10, 15 years, this is probably how a museum would look like. And young people of, I don't know, uh, 10 years old right now, in 10, 20 years, they will, they will consume knowledge about past from the projects like Meta History Museum. No, that, they that's want to go online and see the events of the past. And I think the Meta History Museum is a perfect example. Like you go there and you, and you can and, and you can see the chronology of all the events and and, and what was happening. So I think that that might be a big big thing. Yeah, that's incredible to think about. That you know, like the major innovation behind um, you know Bitcoin and was the blockchain. You know, the, the immutable ledger and. You know, it, it was set up as a way to, you know, um, you know, transfer um, capital, basically, right, to, 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 to be used as money. And then, you know, people, people understood that it, it can be used to, you know, record history in, in live, you know, in, in real time in a way that can't be uh, changed. Um, you know, if everybody... If anyone knows this this quote, um, you know, if 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 the news is fake, imagine history, right? So, um, you know, here we have, I, I think, for the first time, a tool where you can say, you know, this is this hasn't been changed. Like you can see, this is what we did every day, right? So, I, I think yes. that's a 
you know, it's, it's an incredible development that I, I don't think anyone predicted beforehand that, that, that something like that is going to, is going to come. So let's try to try to be more, more, you know, um, more hopeful, more optimistic. How do you sure. see, how do you see Ukraine, um, you know, after the war in, in terms of the crypto and web three industry in the country? How, how do you envision that, that, the, the role that, that Ukraine is going to take in this world? Well, for, for, first of all, I would like to say that we are uh, here uh, holding up. Uh, I said that uh, the, the situation is tough, but uh, I think we are united as never before, as a nation. And I know people who are, suffer from uh, this, I don't know, absence of electricity or they freezing, but they still do whatever it takes to help win this war. And of course, especially our military who's in the front line in in in, in very tough situation there. But still they defend their homeland and they have this motivation to move even forward this and fight with the uh, Russian army who's anyway much much bigger so this spirit that we have uh, in the fact that we are fighting for the right cause for our homeland for freedom for our independence it it gives us strength so I might sound I don't know maybe sad but it, because it's it's not it's it's not a good thing. The war is terrible, uh, but still, uh, we we're not going to surrender and we're not going to give up. So, uh, so that's that's just. I, I just want to emphasize this here, right? Um, and uh, to get back to your question, uh, I think after the war, uh, with this enormous support from. Um, from United States, from uh, other North, North American countries, uh, and, and Europe, and, and many many other countries, uh, I think we will keep quickly uh, back on track, especially with with technology, because with with reconstruction, it's going to take time. A lot of things were destroyed, and a lot of things being destroyed, including uh, residential buildings, schools, hospitals. This is something that you cannot easily restore or reconstruct uh, in in in, uh, in a month or so. But for technology world, uh, once we finish the war, we'll staple electricity. We have good internet here. I think we and people come back. I think we could become even stronger with this all, with all this awareness with the people uh, that. Uh, will be eager to work on for Ukrainian future. Uh, and I think we'll, I see the bright future, if I describe it in short. Uh, I'm pretty much optimistic about what, uh, what could happen with Ukraine and what will happen with Ukraine after the war. Um, because I think the Russia 
um, spend a lot of resources to make us, to divide us, you know? So make us uh, weak because uh, they were invested in media heavily, in, in anonymous telegram channels, in Ukrainian television to show that uh, our government is incompetent, that uh, Western people from West of Ukraine and people of East of Ukraine can leave to get, cannot leave together. They were investing in every aspect of uh, propaganda to show that Ukraine is not a country and is not a nation. So now when we passed through this period and then we actually realized that we are a nation, we united, once the war is over, I think uh, such a nation will very quickly get back to prosperity because it, it won't believe any word of their propaganda anymore and they will feel connected. I, I feel something like that. I, I spend a lot of time in the United States and uh, uh, I, I, I felt this back there being in, in, in the States or in, in Canada or countries where it's not, it's not affected by such propaganda, that nation uh, can argue between ourselves, but when it comes to government interest, they usually, they usually uh, leave their personal things behind and, and, and they work for the sake of, of, of their country. So it's, it's something that we were lacking in Ukraine. And after the war, I think we'll have a lot of uh, uh, this power um, and with, with the outer support, um, I think we, we, we can do even better. It's um, you know, very reassuring to hear. And I think that you know, Ukraine is a, is a very uh, unique example where the you know the, the government instead of being a hindrance to you know uh, development and innovation is actually you know trying to, to 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 help and set you know set the local industry on the map so i definitely think that you know after the war is over ukraine will be one of the major um you know development hubs and uh, you know um definitely you, you know i would say the leading in in europe right in, in terms of uh um just the amount of developers that are there and the, the projects is, you know that, that that can come out of there i'm thinking what else can we uh share with our audience uh right now that you know gives you hope um you know what do you see that you know? Well, um, I just want to say that we're so grateful for everyone who are supporting us, and we felt the support, and we're still feeling it. And um, especially when we, I remember we calculated, uh, start we wanted to analyze how many people were donated to Ukrainian cause. And there's like hundred thousands of uh, unique wallets that uh, uh, brought donation to crypto funds, uh, different crypto funds. So I, I think the crypto community is, is being, being very supportive. Um, and uh, 
another thing that uh, maybe I would like to touch base about is uh, with with all this recession, of course, we see this uh, people uh, uh, people trying to uh, first of all get their business together, right? <laughs> Uh, and uh, and we totally understand that. And uh, as, as someone who's uh, who who's in charge in Ukrainian government for uh, crypto legislation and other stuff, um, I in the light of this recession, I would like to say that um, there will be ups and downs in industry, but what we all deserve in crypto industry is honesty. Because all this, uh, what I uh, what I saw with FTX case and some other cases before that uh, we uh, how do I think how to put this right? We uh, we see the potential where this might be, but if we um, uh, if some people using crypto for their own benefit. And uh, you know, lie to people. It's it set us back. So uh, I think to fully move forward and uh, increase trust, we have to be really transparent. Uh, we have to be honest. Uh, we have to be honest with our users, to our users, to our investors, and uh, we we need less of this bullshit. And uh, this would definitely help the industry to grow. Yeah, that that that's good advice at uh, any time, but uh, yeah. especially now, like 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 you said. Um, so I I want to thank you very much uh, again, Deputy Minister, for taking the time and and talking to us during these uh, you know hard hard uh, times right now that that, that uh, you know are, are ongoing. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, again, we're holding up, and we're not going to give up. Uh, we we're going to fight, and remember that we fight smart. So everything will be fine. Thank you so much. Thank you, and uh, I, I also want to send out a, a special thanks for uh, Meta History for helping us to to set up this interview. If uh, anyone is interested in uh, NFT charities, please check them out. So thank you very much, and peace. And thank you for listening to the Bitcoin.com news podcast. Follow us for more interviews with the most interesting leaders, founders, and investors in the fields of cryptocurrency, decentralized finance, NFTs, and the metaverse.